Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. It's actually our season four finale. My name is Jeremy. My name is Ken. And today we have a special one because we're also, we're talking a little bit about uh, some recent announcements, but we're also doing our RKO RKO Awards, which I'll explain a little bit later. But I was mentioning some announcements and we talked about TV and movie news here on the show. There was some interesting news, specifically MCU Disney at uh, San Diego Comic-Con this year, which leads perfectly into our TNR question of the day. Ken, what was your favorite MCU Disney Plus announcement from San Diego Comic-Con, and what was your favorite MCU movie announcement from San Diego Comic-Con? Because there was there was a bunch. They, they announced a whole new slate of movies and TV shows, and who knows... Which ones are actually going to stick? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, there was like even adjustments like that. Even the Agatha one mm-hmm. had a new, I guess, tagline or subtitle, however you want to say it, because it was something different, right? Uh, before, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I forgot what uh, it I don't was know, before. Yeah, I forgot what it was before. Does anyone yeah, want to watch Agatha? I know I don't. <laughs> I'll probably eventually. I do, I'll probably end up watching all of them <laughs> just because. Uh, but yeah, let's just say I won't look forward to like watching it, like maybe midnight the premiere premiere day or something like that. Mm, I, I definitely wouldn't do that. <laughs> but there is a TV show that will eventually premiere on Disney Plus. I mean, I felt like there was a clear cut favorite for me, mm-hmm. Daredevil, Born Again, mm-hmm. because we're getting a whopping eighteen episodes of this show. And we don't really know too much other than the fact that, what, Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox are returning to be Kingpin and and uh, and Daredevil. And so I was just like, huh, are they going to continue? Where Obviously, I'm, I'm behind. I haven't watched season three, but this is like, it's giving me motivation to actually do it because they're actually going to do a show and it's, a, it's fully announced. But I'm curious to see if they're going to pick up wherever season three left off. Or if they're going to do some sort of reboot in during a different time. I don't know. We, we'll see because, I mean, it says Born Again, so I don't know what's co- going on. And so I'm sure you have your thoughts on this announcement. Yeah, because I told Daredevil, Netflix, you know, Daredevil, the first three seasons, as being one of the best TV or one of the best superhero shows of all time. And... I'm still surprised that you haven't watched season three yet because because <laughs> it's so good. This off season, this off season, yeah, th- definitely. I think th- this announcement is going to spark that excitement, that need to get you jump into season three. I yeah. recommend. I don't know, watch all the way through again, but you know, I feel like season three is definitely a, a good one. Um, yeah, clear cut winner for me in terms of uh, Disney Plus show that they announced. Daredevil Born Again. As I won't obviously I won't spoil anything from season three. Appreciate. Um, it. I'm a bit concerned. As much as I am excited, I am a bit concerned because season three was so good. That and I'm afraid. How are they going to live up to it? Uh, are they Are they going to create something new with 
the same actors and all that stuff, which is okay. But then why would you not just recast? Like it would have mm-hmm. been the perfect time. It's just, uh, and the way that season three ends, I felt satisfied. So it's just like, we'll see if they continue it. I'm, I'm mostly concerned or if it sucks and it taints the, the legacy of the first three seasons. That's what I'm concerned about. Um, here's, I guess the, the other side of the coin, you know, me hopefully being optimistic, you know, Kevin Feige knowing what, uh, I I feel like Kevin Feige knows what he's doing, but here's what gives me optimism is that 18 episodes is a lot of episodes. Mm, Yeah. We're probably in, we're due for probably some filler episodes, but I feel like we're going to get a, um, we're going to get a lot of detail. I think we're going to get a lot of uh, character development. It, you know, like one of our biggest gripes uh, and we sound like broken records is having these MCU Disney plus shows be only six episodes and dude, they're tripling it. Um, yeah. that, and I mean, dude, I, I don't know about you. I'm excited that we're eventually going to get mutants. I mean, we're going to get some X-Men eventually. We're going to get some rated R content. We just recently got our first rated R content as of what last weekend. I think we're taping this on the 27th, which is on a Wednesday. I think uh, what Lo- uh, Logan and then the first two uh, Deadpool's are on Disney Plus, and so maybe they'll make Daredevil like a brutally like crazy and gory show again, and that's what gives me hope. See, I hope it's rated R. If it's PG thirteen, something's a little bit missing. I feel like from Daredevil's combat style and the maybe yeah. how dark and gr- like dirty hell's kitchen is you know what i mean yeah. it's just something about how dark everything is around matt murdoch that uh-huh. he's like the shining light in his city pretty much yeah well we I mean, hopefully we can get the uh i don't know hopefully we get the uh the tvma really the disney plus so it'd be tvma not, i hope so not, i hope so. <laughs> not the rated r uh, how about favorite movie announcement from, from all right so I'm going to think I'm just going to say this with my emotion. There were so many. I mean, I I wanted to obviously do the uh the Avengers um you know the was it the Kang, Kang the, Dynasty Kang and Dynasty and Secret Wars? Secret Wars? Yeah. I wanted to say that cuz I felt like dude, whenever you get the whole Avengers, Avengers thing. But I will say this and just because it's coming up very soon. Season four has been a mixed bag, and I don't think that's me going out on a limb. Uh, you mean phase but four? Phase four, sorry. Phase four, okay. Yeah, phase four, sorry. Phase four of the MCU has yeah. been a mixed bag, to say the least. You got some really high highs, mm-hmm. no way home. You got some really low lows. What if uh, Miss Marvel, <laughs> just to name a few. <laughs> I, and I feel like there have been more misses than hits, mm. if I'm honest. That's sorry, true. Kevin Feige. Wakanda Forever, the trailer. Oh my God, that was such a really good trailer. I got really emotional watching it. I watched it on a little ass screen and I (laughs) wish I watched it uh, because I was was in Fresno during the time. I didn't really have like a giant TV or at least my laptop to watch uh, the, the trailer on. I feel like that was probably one of the best MCU trailers that we've ever seen. Um, and now obviously we got reveals and everything and obviously there's still a lot of mysteries how they, mm-hmm. into how they're going to um, present 
you know, T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman and that whole thing. Mm -hmm. But man, I, to be honest with you, and, and dude, I feel like Black Panther is what, I think it's still for sure top 10. I think it might be hovering around top five for me on my list. I haven't looked at it in a while. I should be more excited about uh, Wakanda Forever. But dude, that trailer got me so hyped for that. That's actually, uh, I think we were kind of, spoiler alert, we already recorded our La La Land episode. That's actually my new movie new release that i'm looking forward to Mm. the most i didn't really mention that on that particular episode but that was the movie that came to my mind Uh, and dude that trailer's so good yeah wakanda forever dude that trailer (laughs) it's like weirdly got emotional like throughout the whole thing and um you know part of me was like okay i kind of wished that they would recast t'challa just for someone to carry on the legacy of that character, but uh, them deciding not to, I think is okay too, as long as this movie does it justice, like whatever happens in that universe. Um, and hopefully, it looks like they're doing a proper farewell uh, and for the character and for Chadwick Boseman. And it just feels like it's going to be a very emotional movie, and I am looking forward to that as well. <sighs> But I chose a different one just because I knew that Wakanda Forever was the obvious choice. I go, I went with Blade uh, for Ooh, me because yeah. it's I, I feel like, like you said, Phase 4, a little bit on the downside, little thumbs down. There's some shining lights, like you said. But um, Blade, I feel like needs to be something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need maybe a little bit more violent. <laughs> for for blade be a little bit more like the wesley snipes and a little bit you know in some aspects of that version 1998 where maybe like experiment a little bit and uh mahershala ali when he was in luke cage another netflix tv show caught mouth uh you did you watch the whole thing i watched the first season okay okay i guess uh, spoiler alert for luke cage it's okay i don't i don't think i'll i mean i feel like out of the old the other show uh the netflix shows i should say it'll be daredevil that i'm really more pumped for yeah and both of us know that he dies in season one that's the thing i wanted to say but i felt like he was like the best thing about season one yeah and then like for him to die and then yeah so i feel like his charisma he can bring into to blade and so i'm looking forward to that one so blade for me that's a good one um i'm curious now that uh dude i i I was very surprised that they announced phase five and phase phase six and i don't know if you watch any breakdowns or anything like again i've been trying to stay away from breakdowns but i feel like we're gonna get some x-men announcements uh and i agree with that because they did leave some uh open dates or whatever and i feel like for especially phase five or even especially phase six we're gonna get those announcements of all the fox property old fox properties of x-men we'll see those probably during d23 yeah i mean they when they show all these movies and shows it's always subject to change i always keep that uh that disclaimer in my head because i i saw a different like picture of years back right when it's like they were 
uh, also announcing a slate, and one of them said Captain America Serpent Society for <laughs> May 6, 2016, and we all knew that ended up being Civil War. War. Yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, it, they're also playing, you know, Marvel Studios is playing very secretive. It's like, we'll save this date, but it might not actually be this thing. Kind of like the yeah. trailers. Yeah. Randomly, I don't know. It's just me being like an old wrestling fan, just because we like to do that. Obviously, we're doing our RK Awards today. Mm-hmm. When I saw Captain America's tagline, I always have to say like, <laughs> new, new world order yeah. for life. Because <laughs> I used to watch WCW also. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That, I almost want to watch uh, say Captain America, but I uh, Blade and Wakanda Forever. Yeah, those were the ones. Those were the ones. Yeah, along with the Avengers ones. Too, yeah. Sure. Dude, I'm, two in one year is going to be crazy. Yeah, that's. we'll see if it's too much. Yeah. We'll see. But let's kick off our RKO Awards, which we named after, well, we're finishing off our season with a bang. We're doing it with the RKO Awards. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> And famously, you know, RKO is the finish for, finisher of the Apex Predator. Uh, what's her name? Barbara Minerva, a.k.a. The Cheetah, the a.k.a. Cheetah. Kristen Wiig. Kristen, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Kristen Wiig's finisher. I'm just kidding. Oh, reference to our um, Wonder Woman 1984 episode. Go listen to that episode, by the way. But I think that, it's still my personal favorite. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good episode. So go listen to that. But the RKO Awards... From Randy Keith Orton. <laughs> so <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's like we're finishing off the season strong and we're gonna have some topics to talk about, kinda to recap both kinda uh the newsreel and our main show, the weekly reel. And so uh let's start off with some newsreel stuff. What was your favorite TV topic from the newsreel? Okay, so just I wanna quickly add that was my uh, the Wonder Woman 1984. Just quickly, is my favorite weekly reel episode. It's just not my favorite movie. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just clear there. There. Anyway, my favorite case. TV. Yeah, just in case. I was like, dude, really liked it that much. Anyway, <laughs> my favorite TV topic of season four from the newsreel that we did cover. I think it was a no-brainer for me. It was uh, on our TNR uh, episode 47 episode called Hello There, where we covered Obi-Wan Kenobi episodes <laughs> four through six with spoilers. Oh my goodness, the fun that we had remixing all the dialogue from episode three, Revenge of the <laughs> Sith, where uh, we found out that uh, Darth Vader... Uh, okay, spoilers for Obi-Wan. So pause right now if you haven't seen Obi-Wan and you want to go see it. But, dude, you got to listen to this episode because we start, dude, having fun, so much fun. Dude, freaking Darth Vader has the high ground. And we, we were talking about how he, there was a missed opportunity, but he could have gone, I have the high ground, Obi-Wan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what that I was, was saying, That shit was so funny, dude. dude. Yeah. The, definitely, though, I think we even had a reel, uh, Instagram reel on that. A little preview yeah. there if you want to check that out before listening to the full episode. That was a good episode. And I like how I always reference, because, you know, Liam Neeson was Qui-Gon Jinn. And I was yeah. hoping that he would make a physical <laughs> appearance. <laughs> a very physical Dude, when, appearance. 
Dude, when you mentioned quickly rent, I almost, if I was drinking water, I would have done a spit take, like literally live on the podcast. When you said, uh, <laughs> you thought Qui-Gon Jinn was going to say, rub your chest, yeah, rub which it. is from Batman Kids, <laughs> I was dead, dude. Because it's like, you know, Force Ghosts, they come back, give words of wisdom, and he would just be like, come as a Force Ghost and be like, Obi-Wan, rub your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, dude, that entire episode, especially that section of that episode, was like literally highlights of all the conversations that we've had offline prior to the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, and then obviously now the two years that we've had the podcast, dude, it, it was just a compilation of all the inside jokes that we've had, just talking about bat, you know, all the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, and then um. Episode, especially episode three. You were the chosen one again. I hate you. <laughs> uh, Dude, my- that's, that scene was still good. But anyway, go, yeah, go ahead. My winner, I guess, is uh, another show that we were watching this season, The Boys. When we yes. had our boys kind of oh episode, when we we didn't really cover it too much, and it was we covered it in one episode. So we talked about The Boys season three. I guess spoilers for The Boys season three. Uh, when we were, <laughs> I feel like we were hella shitting on on Ryan <laughs> the whole episode. Dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, I hate that kid. I, yeah, seriously. And you know, obviously, still loving Homelander and all his antics in in season three, especially some weird stuff going on, uh, hero gasm, all that mm. stuff. It's just the boy season three i feel like that episode of the newsreel was a fun one because there was jensen ackles we mentioned our 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 friend jensen from small (laughs) soldier boy Boy. soldier boy tell him (laughs) so that that was a fun episode for me yeah no that was fun I, i i again i'll reiterate it um from the episode i think that is my favorite superhero season of television this year by far and it's like head and shoulders above everything so far that we've seen in 2022. Oh, well, I guess. I mean, I, I really liked Moon Knight. Oh, it. true. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it's 1A and 1B. I forgot about Moon Knight. My bad. My bad. It's, Dude, it's, I think, Ms. Marvel uh, Miss Marvel kind of, yeah, kind of, <laughs> it kind of, uh, wiped my memory a little bit. I almost had a, a moon night uh, thing where it's like I didn't know what happened. Like I told it, like whoa, where did what happened? Yeah, you're not Ken, you're Kenneth. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kevin, Oof. no, it's more Kevin. Ke- it's Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. Bro- brother Kevin, brother Kevin. <laughs> All right, so uh, another newsreel topic I wanted to mention. What was your favorite movie topic? Because we did TV and movie. So, which one is your favorite movie topic of this season? All right, uh, favorite movie topic. Um, I actually had uh, this one was probably the most difficult choice for me because I feel like because there was so much TV, we actually prioritize a lot of TV on the newsreel. So um, I did find a topic that that it, oddly enough, it was the the only episode that, of TNR where we covered two movie topics. Uh, it was the topic where we covered the upcoming Disney slate for twenty. I guess the rest of 2022 and into 2023 from CinemaCon. Dude, that's because, my same one. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, for me, it was because I, that was the the topic where I discovered Amsterdam and specifically mm. reading off that cast. And again, I'll, I'll do the laundry list because I, I copied from my notes. 
uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Zoe Saldana, Timothy Oliphant, uh, John David Washington, obviously, because it's mainly John David Washington, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. as like the, the main three. Uh, we, uh, let's see, Robert De Niro, Rami Malek, Michael Shannon, Mike Myers, Chris Rock, and obviously... Most importantly... Miss, most importantly, <laughs> Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift in the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, obviously, since that topic, we've gotten an Amsterdam trailer. We actually did talk about that on another episode of the, the newsreel, but I wanted to go to the origins of me... F- discovering that from that Disney slate from CinemaCon. Mm, okay. See, that kind of goes back into the same thing. Hey, I'm looking forward to Amsterdam. I know, I feel like we're going to poss- most likely cover it in season five of the weekly reels. So, but that's when I, you know, learned about Avatar, the way of water. That was before the trailer. And I'm like, finally, we're actually going to be getting another James Cameron movie. And like a real, like real one. I know he was really involved in Terminator Dark Fate, but it wasn't directed by him. Maybe he did that because I don't know. He didn't want to take the blame for if it, you know, flopped. So I don't know. But yeah, the, I like I mentioned before, Avatar. I'm looking forward to it just in generally. The hopefully, I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not holding my breath because who knows? They might even delay it. <laughs> right exactly I, mean, <laughs> I feel like that's still in play uh i feel like obviously avatar gets a lot of praise for being wait did they retake the lead over avengers endgame i don't think or... it did not until it okay. re-releases like probably in a couple of months oh that's right that's right that's right uh but i feel like that movie gets overhyped uh obviously stunning visuals but the story is a little mid too mid for my to my tastes yeah it's a it's a bit of a basic story nothing crazy but heavy on the visuals yeah but Which, you know what again i'm i'm open to re-watching it in theaters maybe i'll uh maybe i'll like it a little bit more than i did just because it's been a what since 14 years ago 2008 when it 2000, came out 2000 oh yeah oh crap was that 2008 or 2009 i think it's it one of those yeah crap i forgot because I think Terminator Salvation, 2009. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> with go. With Sam Worthington. <laughs> they capitalized on his uh, his avatar-ness. Yeah, for, for sure. And Christian Bale's Dark Knight-ness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, next is actually an interesting one. <laughs> I feel like, what's our most disappointing movie? This is for the weekly reel now. We've talked a bunch of movies, so this is only movies that we covered on the weekly reel we can't say i don't know nope or something like that we didn't talk about nope and it wouldn't be mine but anyway but that would be an example what was what was your most disappointing movie that we covered in the weekly reel well for my most disappointing movie and i don't know if this will be a surprise to you i mean not no pun intended for the next award but (laughs) sorry (laughs) but uh most disappointing movie for me is Thor Love and Thunder oh, because damn. for me I was expecting somewhere in the na- okay uh, again caveat this is based off of what Taika Waititi was talking about uh, a few weeks before the premiere of Thor Love and Thunder he was talking up Gore the God Butcher 
played by Christian Bale as being the best MCU villain, um, arguably the best. I'll, mm. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But I was like hearing that also coming off of the heels of uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok and then obviously Thor's uh, appearances in um, Infinity guess, War Endgame. Endgame. Yep. Infinity War and Endgame. I was like, dude, I was I had really high expectations for this movie. And with the, you know, connectivity of where they're trying to go with with phase four. And now what we know is it, it'll be called the multiverse saga with phase four, five and six. I had like really high expectations for this movie. I was expecting at no worse top 10 mm-hmm. and for it to end up being right smack dab in the middle at 15 out of 29, I believe if if I'm remembering my own rankings, it was a little disappointing, especially since I think we were talking about during the the episode, that middle section where the pacing wasn't that great and it just felt very meh. Uh, I thought it started good and it landed very well. Um, But that middle was pretty rough. Yeah. Just overall, the movie was just okay, which kind of that that's what sucked because it was not necessarily bad. There were things that could have, like been utilized better one of them being christian bale i don't think even any of the action sequence action sequences wowed me as much as thor ragnarok right which is weird because you got jane foster's mighty thor in there with the hammer back and you got stormbreaker you think that there would be some crazy action sequences but yeah uh i that's actually not even the one I chose, but now that I'm thinking about it, it should have been the one I chose. Um, for me, I, I I put this as like my first one, but I was like, why am I? It shouldn't even be most disappointing. It's um, Uncharted. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, it's I like I was that. really looking forward to it. I love the video game. We covered it on in season four, and but at the same time, like I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. Uh, so I came up with an actual most disappointing one. I guess it should have. This is like one, two, and three, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, it gives us a chance to re-rent. <laughs> yeah, re- yeah, re-rent a little bit. and Because uh, Uncharted, meh. Not really not that good of a movie. Like, Thor is better. This one, I actually liked, but I thought it could have been great. And it was... Josie the tiger and the fish because I felt like I like I really liked the movie I could rewatch it again I thought it was a very cute movie I I thought it could have been on the level of like your name weathering Mm. with you Mm. a silent voice like other things that uh, like that I'm I've watched uh other anime movies and it's just it didn't it was just like it was good. It was good for like, but it didn't like nothing wowed me particularly in Josie the Tiger and the Fish. Wow, that is a little bit of a curveball for me, um, just because I, I I knew that you rated it pretty high. I think it was around what eighty five percent or something. I, yeah, if I remember about correctly. Eight, I think eighty three, some like eighty three, something like that. It's like yeah, mid, middle eight. I was like, oh, you know what? Especially since we keep re-reviewing the, our rating systems and I was like okay I feel like that's a really good score but I guess hearing what your expectations were going into it because dude your name and weathering with you and all those other animes dude they're that it's like 
top tier mm-hmm. anime, and I guess for it to fall short of that, I could see how you can say that that is your most disappointing. Especially since all three of us heading into that episode, you, uh, me, and and Andrea, we were, obviously we were watching and screening this movie for the first time for each one of us mm-hmm. uh, heading into the podcast uh, episode recording that we did last week. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, I need. It was the one that uh, you know I could have watched in theaters before heading back to, to school, but then I was like, couldn't see it, and uh, you know I still really like the movie, but could have been better. Yeah, uh, I I agree. I actually hated it the most. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I even held back a little bit, but I felt like I was kind of shitting on it. But oh well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to that episode, episode thirty-five. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, you got you had differing uh, opinions for sure. Uh, the next one I think is a interesting one. I don't know if we're gonna have the same one. Hopefully not. Um, most surprising movie of season four on the weekly reel. I'm guessing this is where yeah, we this is overlap it. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be uh, Paddington too. I mean, just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's where uh, we discover that Javi, a character mm-hmm. within a movie, uh, reveals his top three movies of all time, and it happened to uh, top three of the third out of three was Paddington too, and so that movie, of course, is in reference to the unbearable weight of massive talent. My God, yeah. it's still in my top five right now. I think <laughs> of like the whole year. And I don't know. I'm it, like I feel like I haven't watched it in a while. I you know, I think I feel like it still has room for it to go move up to top one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but dude, this this movie is so good. Uh, it's entertaining from start to finish. Um, I think at times Javi, played by Pedro Pascal, just steals the show, yep. which is weird because it's a movie about Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. But dude. Dude, Nick F and Cage is back, and uh, I hope he, we see him in a lot more stuff. I mean, didn't they just announce uh, National Treasure a show? Dude, we need to see him. <laughs> I know. As a cameo, at least, or at least as a guiding force or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to see. I don't know, man. I, I wish any more Nick Cage is always good, Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. Most surprising movie, the unbearable weight of massive talent. It's just like we said for for the longest time. It was like this could either go really good or really bad. Like, and for a while I was like, oh crap, well, this. Is, I feel like it's gonna be bad. <laughs> like coming towards the end there, I was like, oh shoot, I don't know. Um, because that that margin of expectation, right? That's what. That's how we're you know rating this little system i guess and most surprising is like very low expectations <laughs> going into this and it was so good and yeah yeah dude like it, it's one of those where i think we chose this i mean uh is this was a newsreel topic from season three i thought it was gonna be more of a parody like dude it'll just be just some random guilty pleasure movie we'll like it because we're just fans of nicholas cage it's really a horrible movie but we just love just the <laughs> just to like th- there'll be some funny moments or whatever but we'll just hype it up and then whatever but dude it ended up being legitimately good yeah i was like when we had it on our slate of movies that we we're gonna talk about 
I was like, shoot, I hope it's not going to be one of those movies that when we watch it, we're like going to be dreading doing the episode about it. Where it's yeah. just kind of like, uh, like it's a meh movie where there's like nothing happens. Now you, you can't even rant about it. That's what mm-hmm. it was one of those movies that was that could have been like, uh, I don't really want to even talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it was one that we want to talk about the most, honestly. <laughs> I know. I think that was probably one of my uh favorite episodes too uh i from what i remember i thought it was just one of those fun episodes i think it's one of my favorite of all time actually now that i'm thinking about it and so i don't know um i actually did have a honorable mention real quick though and this may sound very weird because i think uh it's jurassic world (laughs) (laughs) jeremy got jokes I, I forgot to put that in my most disappointing movies, but I already knew it wasn't going to be. It was, yeah, it was. It, that's why I didn't mention it because yeah. I knew it was going to suck. So uh, I, I didn't actually it was surprisingly a little bit better than I thought it was because I just didn't have any expectations. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, could, I guess it could be the most surprising. Um, I want to mention this movie and this might sound weird because I think it's I want to I'm guessing it's in your top five movies so far of 2022. The Batman. It was our season four premiere. I was very worried about this movie, mm. especially since it came out in March. Um, we actually recorded or saw the we screened the movie and we actually recorded the movie in our, during our off season. Obviously, we premiered it on four four for season four. So check that out. I was just surprised at how really good it was because uh, it was a different tone. It was dark throughout, but I feel like we never really got to see uh, as far as in live action, a Batman as the detective. And it totally worked for me um, so much so that it's in the running for my favorite movie of 2022. It's very, it's up there. It's top tier for sure. Mm, for yeah. It's, it's definitely in my best movies list for sure. Uh, not necessarily most surprising. I had high expectations going in, knowing uh, Matt mm. Reeves' kind of filmography. You got like big names in there, and I think the trailers set the tone for me. And I like when trailers give off the same tone that the movie does. Mm. Um, and so I got it's like you got the trailer, and it's a little bit of a sample of the movie. So going into the movie. I felt like the same type of vibe from the trailers. So I wasn't too surprised, but, but I was still like, it was like you said, uh, kind of worried still going in, but since it's such a loved character, you know, but I'm glad it's, it worked out. Yeah. I'm really glad that it worked out. I think I was just, uh, it was, it was debilitating in terms of, cause like, again, we were talking about how trailers give away a lot. And Mm -hmm. I felt like, uh, those trailers did give give a little too much. Some Again, I, I would have liked to. I would have liked if they would have left some of the stuff off that they did show on the official trailers. But um, yeah, it was a pleasant surprise for me. But obviously, not as much as uh, the unbearable weight of mass and talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, and that, the next one is going to be a little bit fun. So you can either choose your favorite weekly real episode. Or you can choose best movie of season four. And, you know, it was the summer season. So I feel like there was a lot of good blockbuster movies out there. Uh, So which one are you going to pick, actually? 
Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with best movie of season four. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually, this actually could have been most surprising movie, but I wanted to actually save it for best movie because my best movie for season four was Top Gun Maverick mm. because dude, this movie should have been released in 2020. True. It got pushed back <laughs> yeah. to 2021 uh then it was supposed to what come out at christmas 2021 and then mm-hmm. it ended up ultimately get pushed back again to memorial uh 2022 and i was like oh i'm so worried i don't know like i feel like paramount's just rolling the dice or whatever they should have probably just released it or whatever and i was like okay this is just gonna be super like cheesy callbacks or whatever tom cruise just doing his thing and you know we'll like it because it's gonna be entertaining <laughs> or whatever but it was legitimately so good. Mm-hmm. It like it's life at the box office. It like had so much staying power because of word of mouth, because of the eighties nostalgia factor. And the fact that the, uh, the, the effects were mainly practical and you got to see like, you know, like a fun, like, sh- like showing of like some of the character, the new characters that they, uh, they, uh, introduced in this, but then you got like some of the original cast coming back. Obviously, you know, Top Gun. Uh, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise, um, just reprising his role as Pete Mitchell. And dude, just the fact that we were able to share that episode with uh, our nephew AJ, who happens to be an actual pilot. <laughs> oh man, really? This could have been my favorite weekly reel episode. Actually, my favorite's still unbearable, but (laughs) (laughs) best movie of the season, uh, uh, season four just has to be Top Gun Maverick. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. And I agree with you. My best movie was either going to be The Batman or Top Gun. Uh, Like you said, Top Gun, from from the visual effects to the characters being all likable in their own way and all that the stuff. intensity the intensity the action the dog was, fights oh it's my like the, god yeah the best dog fighting i've ever seen in a movie um yeah. it's just, it's it's basically what a summer blockbuster should be it's like mm-hmm. everything the music all everything about that movie i i enjoyed uh i <laughs> that's such a rewatchable movie too it is dude <laughs> i've already seen it four times Damn, yeah, it's a good one. Um, my fa- I, Since you did Best Movie, um, you know, I feel like it almost goes hand in hand sometimes, but my favorite episode uh, has to be Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh. And we had a guest, Michael, on that episode, and it was such a fun... Oh, well, before I continue, because like, you did mention like we had AJ on the Top Gun episode, I don't know, like, cause I was literally like dying sick. I was coughing throughout that that Top Gun episode, and I I hope, um, like my, I I maybe during that episode I wasn't didn't seem as excited because for Top Gun, which I really was, but I was like dying. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, he, uh, hey, dude, Jeremy was a trooper um, on that episode because and. I think he let me and AJ know we we're like doing our best to kind of carry the episode a little bit <laughs> um, so that we can kind of carry Jeremy because I mean, usually Jeremy definitely holds his weight, um, the unbearable weight, I yeah. have to. but, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, Jeremy uh, 
I do. He he still he still uh, produced um, quotables on that episode for sure. <laughs> the uh, but to continue, thank you. But uh, to continue with the everything everywhere all at once, I didn't know going. I like I didn't really have too much interest going into that movie. That could have also been like one of my most surprising movies because we put it off for a while. And but the having Michael on the show being very knowledgeable about the movie is uh, I think that was a really fun episode because we got to talk about so many of the weird stuff in that episode, <laughs> yeah, uh, comparing dude. it to Doctor Strange, sausage fingers, and all that stuff, <laughs> freaking Rakikuni, and like there's so yeah. many things that we that Everything made it such a fun episode. Yeah, no, that was a good one, and, and the fact that. Going into that episode, we had never met or talked to Michael uh, at all. I mean, mm-hmm. until the day before. I mean, we did a little bit of you know pre-recording, um, you know, just to kind of prep him for for the episode, what to expect, and, and just to actually kind of develop a little bit of chemistry uh, with him going in. And dude, he's a definitely a natural. Definitely check out one of it, uh, either of his podcasts, uh, just to give him a shout out. Two old souls. Uh, T-O-O, by the way, Two Old Souls, and then his uh, podcast 118, which is a Hey Arnold, um, what do you call it? Uh, he said I forget the exact. Re-education. Right? Re-education, yeah. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, uh, dude, he was so uh, knowledgeable, and, and we definitely uh, definitely will invite him back to see if uh, he can join us for, for a season five movie. He was so good in that, but yeah. Everything all everywhere all at once is actually my honorable mention for best movie. So uh, it's I feel like it's neck and neck with Top Gun Maverick. Just that kind of add to your favorite weekly real episode. Yeah, we knew that there would be a lot of TV stuff and a lot of movie stuff this season. Mm-hmm. It being like summer season, and especially <laughs> I feel like in the May April May area is when they do a lot of TV announcements. Uh, they cancel a lot of shows during that time too. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know. So it's you know it was a busy season, very fun season, uh, on both the weekly reel and the news reel, uh, guys. If you want to catch our last episode of season four uh, for the weekly reel, what what are we going to be watching, Ken? All right. Well, this coming Monday, I mean, and it'll be August first, if I'm not mistaken, for a season four finale. And actually, roughly the two-year anniversary of the Weekly Reel podcast uh, itself, when we launched in 2020, right smack dab in the middle of the pandemic, we are checking out a very gorgeous film about the City of Stars. Yes, we are talking about Damien Chazelle's Oscar-nominated 2016 film, La La Land. And so right now, if you do want to prep for it, Definitely check it out this coming weekend. Uh, it is now currently streaming on Hulu. Um, so I think it's on all uh, pricing plans. So the cheapest one with ads, the one with without ads, and then even the live version of that. So um, definitely check that out. Yeah, definitely a good one. It's a musical. No, no, I never really craved musicals, but Ken has watched La La Land before, uh, and i never seen the movie. So... Let's, you know, watch, go watch it on Hulu and then go see our thoughts on it on Monday. Uh, but, but before we close out the episode, our season four, uh, Ken, where can they keep up to date with us, you know, throughout our off season? I know we're going to be back 
in in uh, October, <laughs> I think. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely put a uh, like a firm date. Obviously, when we uh, when we do decide that, when we uh, iron out our season five schedule, and and to do that, follow us on what was it Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Weekly Real. And uh, I think this offseason, I think we were all but decided we're going to put a re-emphasis on the TikTok. I mean, it kind of fell by the wayside just a little bit, a little neglected. But uh, I think we're going to be cooking up brand new content for the TikTok. And it's at Weekly Real Pod. So definitely follow us across the board. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're we're def- definitely making a conscious effort to put some some Instagram reels out there, some TikToks out there. So you know, just to have something out there, don't you? So you guys won't forget us in the the little break that we're having. <laughs> so, but uh, we do have a huge back catalog of movies that you can listen to. Uh, personal favorite: Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, <laughs> or any of the High School Musical ones for me. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home Spider-Man No Way Home is another good one uh, but yeah, before we close out I do want to thank all of you for listening uh, I want to thank all the guests for coming on this season I know like sometimes we have to reschedule and all that stuff And uh, but thank, I want to thank the guests once again I want to have them all back and hopefully you know, bring, on, bring some new guests on next season oh, I know I, I already have a couple in mind and uh, yeah we'll definitely iron that out uh, when we're smack dab in the uh, in the middle of the off season, so uh, gives gives both Jeremy and I uh, a chance to recharge our batteries, so that we're because we're in this uh, podcast game for the long haul, and and we're just looking to get better and uh, expand our reach, and obviously we want to do that by uh, inviting as many. I guess guess as we can <laughs> at this point. And so it just, it's been good. Just like Jeremy, I mean, we, we both sound like a, a broken record these last two seasons. It's been a blessing for, for us to be able to introduce brand new guests and even returning guests. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Ken. Well, Ken, thank you for hosting, uh, the newsreel and the weekly reel. You know, we're here tag team partners once again. Uh, but We'll be looking forward to... We'll be keeping up to date with more TV and movie news next season on The Real. <laughs>